0: Of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Though redeemed, we call this Friday good. But why? To the naked eye, it seems anything but good. In addition to the false testimony spoken against Jesus, the betrayal, the denial, beatings, the mocking and insults that he endured. St. John writes, So they took Jesus, and he went out bearing his own cross to the place called the place of a skull, which in Aramaic is called Golgotha. There they crucified him. Now the Romans didn't invent crucifixion, They did, however, certainly perfect it. Crucifixion was a form of capital punishment that was designed to humiliate and to torture a criminal before death. While it was one of the most disgraceful and cruel methods of execution, Roman emperors and governors saw the cross as good, in that it would deter crime. And yet, why would Jesus endure a punishment and a death made for criminals? As true God in human flesh, Jesus was without sin. He kept the Ten Commandments, which are God's good and gracious will for our lives. He kept them perfectly. That is, he loved God perfectly. He loved his neighbor perfectly. Yet he endured the cross. It's humiliation. It's pain. It's death. In the face of this apparent injustice, what's so good about the cross of Jesus? Jesus. What's so good about Good Friday? Well, God would have you see that there's more going on here than what you can see with the naked eye. He would have you look with the eyes of faith and see His hand in all of this. He would have you see that the cross of Christ is good. He would have you see that this Friday is rightly called good because God came to address that which is not good that is sin and its wages of death. By the one man's disobedience that is Adam's disobedience of despising God's word you shall not eat of the tree of knowledge of good and evil the many We're made sinners. This includes you, even me. We're brought forth in iniquity, and in sin, and conceived in sin. We sin because we're sinners. We're by nature opposed to God and His good and gracious will for our lives, as He reveals to us in the Ten Commandments. And where there's sin, unbelief, the rejection of God, there's also eternal death and condemnation. This is why St. Paul writes that the wages of sin is death. Now, in hearing these words, there's always the temptation to take them lightly. Satan, the world, the sinful flesh would lead us to believe that maybe we're not that bad. That maybe we can do something to earn God's favor. Or that maybe God isn't really serious about sin. Consider these words to the first hymn we sing this night. Ye who think of sin but lightly. Nor suppose the evil great, here may see its nature rightly, here its guilt may estimate. Mark the sacrifice appointed, see who bears the awful load. Tis the word the Lord's anointed, Son of man and Son of God. The cross of Christ. Reveals the severity of our sins, what our sins merit. It's not a small thing to offend the Almighty God. It's not a small thing to reject Him and to pollute His creation with sin. See how your sin caused Jesus' holy hands and feet to be pierced through with nails. See how your sin caused his glorious head to be shredded with thorns. See how your sin caused his holy mouth to cry out, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? See how your sin brought about his death, the death of God himself. Fellow redeemed, do you see what your sin merits? Because of sin, you deserve no good thing in this life. Because of sin, you deserve God's eternal wrath and punishment in hell. Because of sin, you deserve the punishment that God pours out On the cross. And yet, it's not you on the cross. It's Jesus, true God and true man. While Jesus was without sin, he willingly became sin for you. Jesus was led like a lamb to the slaughter. For the the sake of sheep who love to wander. Jesus was numbered among the wicked, so that you might be numbered among the righteous. Jesus cried, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? So that God would never leave or forsake you. Jesus suffered the Father's wrath so that you wouldn't have to endure it for all eternity. Jesus took the wages of your sin, which is death, to give you the gift of eternal life by his merits. It's no wonder why the prophet Isaiah writes of the promised Christ, are healed. Fellow redeemed, this Friday is good. The cross is good. God took this instrument, which was used as a means for executing criminals, and used it to redeem you, a lost and condemned person, from sin and from death and from the devil. What Jesus accomplished for you through the shedding of his holy and precious blood and his innocent suffering and death on the cross wasn't by chance. All of it was God's will for you. It was so that you may be his own and live under him in his kingdom and serve him in everlasting righteousness and innocence And blessedness. The word of the cross is folly to those who are perishing, but to us who are being saved, it is the power of God. It's why Christ and Him crucified is at the center of our preaching and teaching, it's why the crosses adorn our church and our homes. It's why we're bold to call this Friday good. For the cross of Christ is good. And in the face of sin and death, it is our forgiveness. It is our life. It is our salvation. God be praised. Amen. Peace of God, which passes all understanding. Keep our hearts and minds in Christ Jesus our Lord.